Women Taking the Lead, Episode 46. And I had to ask myself the question, okay, am I willing to do what it's going to take? Am I willing to put myself out there? And these are the questions that we have to ask ourselves because my husband said, if you're not willing to do what you need to do, then you might as well pack it in. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. This episode is sponsored by Luma Coaching. Want some support to get your dreams off the ground? Go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Kristen Owens, who is known for creating a core foundation for women to develop a powerful mindset and unstoppable energy to cross any finish line with ease and confidence. Kristen empowers women worldwide to stop settling for mediocrity, overcome obstacles, and live in courage while kicking fear to the curb in a fun and inspiring way. Kristen is a regular guest, community producer, and TV host on Health matters on Rogers TV promoting living your best life. Kristen's enthusiasm and inspiring approach is both empowering and guaranteed to leave you with confidence, courage, and clarity to step out of your way and step into your power. Wow, that's really nicely written, Kristen. (laughs) So that's a little intro for everyone. So tell us more about you and your own humble beginnings. Yeah, so I am a mother of three kids. I have a 12-year-old, a nine-year-old, and also a five-year-old. And I always, and I'm also a wife. And I also, I share that with people because I want people to realize that regardless of who you are, where you are, how many kids you have, um, it doesn't matter. We can always, we can take the lead in our, um, in our family's lives, in our lives and really achieve whatever it is that we desire. Um, doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but it is definitely possible because there's so many, um, women and men, but women, that are doing that. So I actually have been in the health and wellness um, field actually for, gosh, 20 years now. I started out in uh, teaching fitness classes and I was a figure skater, moved into fitness and teaching. I went to school for fitness and health promotions and then I I was managing corporate fitness facilities. Um, And then I, at the same time, my entrepreneurial journey started because that's when I, I always had, um, uh, what is it? A seed in me that wanted to be her own boss and wanted, really wanted to take that uh, journey. And, and of course, how that actually started was teaching Pilates and then having started my own Pilates company. Well, I was managing this corporate fitness facility. So once I had my first child, which was 12, over 12 years ago now, I knew I wasn't going back to work because I wanted to be there for my kids. And uh, I actually started that, uh, continued that studio within my house. And uh, and then I had my second child and I, within, with, for my first child, I just love nutrition, all about it, went to school for it. And to make a long story short, I started working after I was graduated started working. And I will say that I went to, uh, went through school with a newborn baby and a two and a half year old. So I did it. I was passionate about it and I was going to get through and I did with honors. And so I started my practice, worked with a lot of women in the areas of weight loss and started realizing that, you know what? Food and movement are definitely important, but there's something missing because there's a reason why women were losing weight and not keeping it off. And so I started learning about ontology and I am an ontological coach, which is about, uh, the study 
study of who you're being versus what you're doing in your life. And I started going through my own personal growth journey and um, studied NLP and um, became a master NLP uh, coach and implemented in my life. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is definitely something I have to implement more into my clients' lives. And so what happened was from that health journey, which I'm still on because I I just think it's so important for us to be um, well in all areas of our life, I actually started attracting women who were coming not just in the areas of weight loss, but were coming in the areas of entrepreneurship and getting stuck and wanting to get out of their stuckness, wondering why they couldn't get out of procrastination and fear and, and really helping women to get unstuck and move forward in their business and in their life. And so that's really where my message is now is really about helping women get into those unconscious sabotage habits and patterns and behaviors that they're running on a regular basis that keep them where they're at. And so what I do is regardless of what area they're coming from, I I do get a lot of entrepreneurs where I'm helping them go to the next level. Um, Because I believe as a mindset coach, I believe that is extremely important. Your mindset is the foundation to everything. And so what's going on inside um, is is obviously going to create your your mindset, which is going to create the habits and the patterns and behaviors that you're doing on a regular basis that you may not like. So, uh, and that's where I am today. And, uh, I, I'm all about just, I want to provide as much value as I can to really help women reach their dreams, reach that five-star life, whatever that looks like for them and really love their life because it is possible. Wow. (laughs) Oh, holy smokes. You have done a lot. My head is spinning right now (laughs) thinking about everything that you've accomplished with three children too. And you know, someone, one of the listeners, we had a past guest who similarly to you just had so much going on. Right. Mm -hmm. And the listener reached out to me and she said, that was a really great episode, but I'm feeling kind of, I'm feeling small right now because I'm not doing all of those things. Please let me know. Like she has support and what's going on in her life. So like, could you quickly also tell us what kind of support system do you have in place that helps you to be so active and proactive while you're raising three kids and you're you're so busy in your business and all of that too. Mm -hmm. Very good question. Because when I think about it, um, yeah, I think to myself, oh my gosh, how am I doing that? But you know what? The first thing is, is that having a passion, when you are passionate about something, um, everything, it really does flow. It doesn't mean things aren't going to happen, but things flow more because you love it. And I don't look at it as work by any means. I'm very grateful for being able to do what I do and, um, and be able to, um, provide for my kids and, you know, the activities that they want to do and, and all that type of thing. And, and support is huge because I really believe that you are the average of the five people that you hang around. And I say that on so many interviews because it's so key. Now I do have a husband that is on board with, um, the whole mindset thing. He actually is more positive than I am. Um, he, I, I really believe that I'm starting to, to believe that some of us are, and it really does um, depend on our upbringing. And um, also, I think there's something within us in our personalities. I'm not quite sure yet, but he just, it's easy for him to just stay focused on where he needs to be going and focus on the positive. Whereas for me, I really have to make sure I'm on top of that. I'm much better than I was, but you know, it, it, you have to be on top of that mindset. So the biggest thing is yourself. The second thing is your spouse. Um, and I know there's a lot of women that don't have spouses that are um, on board with them. And that's where you have to really look for somebody, surround yourself, which is your um, Facebook group. Uh, Jody is great because this is where you can su- surround yourself with people that are going to support you and lift you up and keep you in that higher vibration that is going to attract, you know, help you attract 
what you want. Um, and also, um, we have very, very strong faith. Um, we're Christians, so we happen to have a strong faith. I, I, I do have to say, give props to God because he is the one that gives me the grace to do what I'm doing because yeah, sometimes I think, oh my gosh, how did I just do that? But you know, it is having that faith and just staying strong in your in what it is your vision and where you're headed, but definitely making sure you're surrounded by people that will lift you up and keep you moving. And I, and I do believe Jody that this is why coaches and mentors are so important because I have two coaches. I have an ontological coach and a business coach, and both of them are so key in my um, growth because they can see things that I can't necessarily see. And if I, I need some support, my husband will even say, okay, Kristen, go and talk to, uh, you know, so-and-so one of my coaches, go and talk to her because, you know, she's going to be able to help you in this area because sometimes our spouses don't always think that, you know, it sometimes can be another person that can your coach or your mentor that can lift you up. So definitely who do you surround yourself with is important. I love that. So just to recap for people, it's making sure that you're passionate about what you're doing. And if you're not finding something else to do, um, (laughs) your, your mindset. So like keeping yourself in a positive place and those two things, I think alone are where a lot of our energy comes from. So if you're feeling exhausted at the end of the day and that you can't take on one more thing, it probably had something to do with your mindset that you went through the day with, because that will deplete you if you're not in a good mindset, then you your support network, which could be spouses, mastermind groups, friends, mm-hmm. and coaches and mentors, and then also your faith yes. that, you know, that um, things will be taken care of, that you're on the right path. And, yes. you know, and I also heard gratitude yes. to God. Okay. Awesome. Thank you <laughs> so much. If anyone ever asks me again, I'm just going to like, I'm going to snip it out yeah. what you just said and be like, here, yeah. here's why people are able to accomplish a lot. Cause it, was it Benjamin Franklin who said we all have the same amount of time in the yeah. day, right? But it's, it's the energy that you end the day with. Yes. And start your, and, and that's very true, Jody. And also start your day with, because I, I want to add this in because this is key. How you start your day, the first 15 minutes of your day, how you start your day will dictate what will happen in the rest of your day. So it's successful. People do have a routine in the morning and a routine at night. So definitely, I mean, I ask the listeners now to really look at how are you starting your day? Are you getting up on, you know, tired? Are you getting up, um, jumping out of bed and having to run to work? Um, you know, how are you spending your day? And I will be honest that this is an area for me where I slide off a lot. And, you know, the thing is, is that regardless of where we are in our journey with our business or life, whatever it is, just always taking note of where we're at and where we're out of integrity. So for me, one of the places is, you know, when we're talking about starting our day, I am working very hard to stay consistent in that area because when you have habits, you go back to what you always did before because it's easy. And that's the brain saying, that's where I'm safe. We survived it before. So let's keep doing it. But the question is, how's it working for you? So if we want to model other successful people, what we do is um, we just look at, okay, what are they doing in their life. And one of them is making sure that in the morning you have some sort of routine. And many times what I'll have my clients do is, you know, maybe have affirmations. Maybe it's a, a relaxation meditation that you go through in the morning, something that's going to bring your vibration up. Because when you're in a higher vibration, you attract more of what you want. You're happier. You're in a better place than when you're, if you're getting up and you're tired and hungry and grouchy and it, it's not a good place. And if you notice you're doing, that's happening immediately recognize 
recognize it and shift it and get yourself back into, um, doing, do something that makes you feel good. So is it, you know, writing, is it singing, listening to a song, dancing, whatever you need to do to get yourself into that place. And will you have to make yourself absolutely initially? Cause you're used to not doing that. Just make yourself do that. Just do it. And I can say that because that's what I have had to have. I've had to do for myself is I just make myself do it. Just do it. Yeah, no, I, t- I agree a hundred percent. I'm glad, I'm glad you called that out too, because it is true that you need to, to start the day, like feeling like it's on your terms. That's mm-hmm. really important. And putting yourself in a place of start your day, the way you want to go through the day, yes. the way you want to end the day. So, you know, make sure you have some ritual or something where you're taking care of yourself and putting yourself in the right mind frame. And I like how you said that just kind of monitor it throughout the day to like, if you get off track, of course we all get off track. Right. But like the, but being mindful and aware so that you can get yourself back on track because that will make a difference in how you end the day and how you end the day will make a difference in terms of how you spend your evening. Like, do you work on your own personal projects? Do you spend time with hobbies? Are you engaged with your family and conversations and that sort of thing? Or are you utterly exhausted? Need time for yourself? Do you have to sit on the couch, watch TV for a few hours to recover? Like there's two different endings Mm -hmm. to that day. So that's, that's really great. So we are completely off the rails at this point, (laughs) (laughs) but this was really, Really great, Kristen. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and so you've clearly had success in your life. You've definitely gained confidence. God, I can hear it in your voice. It's so clear. But take us back to a time when you were playing small and you may not have been aware of it at the time. Share with us the story and the lessons you learned. Oh my goodness. How many times? Like, And it, you know what? It wasn't even that long ago. And this is where when I uh, speak with conviction, it really is because of what I've gone through. So yeah, a few short years ago, I had transitioned from that, the health and, you know, like going from the health and the nutritionist, um, you know, message to really the transformation empowerment message and shifting that focus, even though it all goes hand in hand. Um, it's a, it's different when you're talking about health versus, um, what we're talking about here, even though what we're talking about here fits into that. And so I was shifting that um, focus. I just knew intuitively that that's where I needed to be because I was so passionate about it. And when I would have, Whenever I would talk about it, like what we're talking about now, I just, I'm lit up and, um, it's just like a Christmas tree. And so I, what I did was I shifted that and I was still working with clients in the areas of health. And, um, I was finding that it was a struggle in the areas of financially because my husband doesn't work for a company. He also is his own boss. So there was a time financially where it was, um, you know, extremely, and I will even say, we're not even where we want to be yet. And I don't know, do you ever get to where you want to be? But we're still not even there, but we're in a very different place. And I can tell you it's because of the mindset. So it was very hard financially. I had a lot of not doubts that I was not doing the right thing, but when you have, and probably a lot of people listening to this call, because I find this is very common listening to this, they're saying, Oh yeah, I've, I've been there. I'm there financially. It's difficult. And you start questioning should I be doing this or should I be actually, I can't tell you how many times Jody that I said, maybe I should be going and getting a job. My kids are older, you know, but I thought my husband said, you know, you won't, will you be happy? Like, this is what you love doing. And, and he kept saying, you know, you got to push on, you got to push on, but whatever it is that you decide, I will support you. And so it was very challenging. And this is where I really, 
I really had to question what I was doing. And I knew without a doubt that I was in the right place, but it was that mindset piece because the finances, when you don't have enough to pay certain bills or things are late and, you know, I've been through that. And the thing is, is that if you have a vision and you can keep focusing on where you're headed and know, this is why you need to know your why and your vision and how big, um, what is it? What are your dreams? Because they got to be bigger than you. They got to even be bigger than your lifetime, but you got to start somewhere. I, it was so challenging and oh my gosh, I just remember questioning for so long, should I be doing this? I don't know if I should be doing this. And Jody, what happened was I was realizing, and this is one of, from one of my NLP trainers is he was, he basically was able to show me, and this was a big lesson for me. I was always focusing on what, why wasn't I getting further? Why wasn't, um, the money coming in or the clients or, you know, why, why, why I was focusing on why it wasn't happening fast enough. Why was it this person was getting to six figures in six months and I wasn't, that's where my mindset was. And I mean, you think it's very simple, but someone else points it out to you. I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I was so focused on what I didn't have or why I wasn't there that I wasn't focused on what I wanted. And that was a huge turning point for me. It was a huge aha. And, um, and, and that's when it actually shifted. And what I can say is when it shifted, did it make anything easier? Not, I mean, I still had to work, right? I still had to be in it, but it made it easier in the sense that I just have to keep keep going and focusing on where I was headed. And I can tell you now, because I did that for long enough, I was in action. I was con- I knew where I was going and I just keep putting myself out there and being visible, like being on your podcast. I mean, I can't tell you how many podcasts I've been on and how I, how many I have, um, booked from today onwards, because it's about being visible, stepping out of your comfort zone. And when I was really able to be vulnerable and this right now, doing this now, I love it. It's easy to me, but initially it was not easy, but I knew this is what I needed to do. I had to play bigger to step out of my comfort zone. And when you do that, this is when opportunities come. And that's what happened for me. Opportunities start to come and start to knock on your door and you think, oh my gosh, this opportunity is happening right now. But it's because of the steps that I took um, when I had just shortly ago. And um, it can happen very, very quickly. So I know I said a lot in there and I don't, I don't know if you want to recap that, but that was the big aha moment was realizing that I was not focusing on where I wanted to go and really questioning, is this what I wanted to do? Because I realized, yes, this is what I wanted to do. And I had to ask myself the question, okay, am I willing to do what it's going to take? Am I willing to put myself out there? And these are the questions that we have to ask ourselves because my husband said, if you're not willing to do what you need to do, then you might as well pack it in because otherwise you're going to still be in the same place. You're going to be frustrated. You're, you're not going to be in the place where you want to be. And then you're just going to keep attracting the things you don't want. I, you know, really loved what you said about how you were paying more attention to other people and how well they were doing and wondering why you weren't getting what they were getting than even thinking about what it is that I want. And actually I felt something flow through my body when you said Mm. that, because I find that is absolutely true that when, you know, I remember asking some of my clients, how much money do you want to make? And they would say, I want to make six figures. And I would say, why? And they said, because that's the number that everybody throws out there is the number we should be hitting. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, let's take a step back. What do you really want? Like, let's talk about your lifestyle. Let's not talk about money. Like, let's figure out how much it would cost afterwards. Because a lot of people, they don't 
even, and I'm one of them too, like don't even know what they want because they're not thinking about the lifestyle that they want to live, the values that they want to live. It's more about some arbitrary number that somebody else made up that said, if you make this, then you are successful. And I found that's happened too. Why I say it's true for me is because when I I also had that experience that when I took a step back and I thought, what lifestyle do I want to live? What do I want to create in the world? What do I want to contribute? All of a sudden, I had this renewed energy Mm -hmm. to do what I was doing, but not just do what I was doing. Like I found like, oh, well, if that's what I want to do, then I need to do some things differently. Yes. And just like you said, where all of a sudden, like, no, it didn't get easier. There was still Mm -hmm. work to do, but I was more passionate about the work I was doing. And I was more clear about what I needed to do and why I needed to do it. And in that sense, it made it somewhat easier because I wasn't going through this fog feeling like I was chasing after the first person in front of me. Yep. You know, instead. So that was really powerful, Kristen. Thank you for that. And now share with us a time in your journey when you had a wake-up call. Take us back to that moment and share with us the steps that you took that led to your success. Well, my gosh. Um, on my 40th birthday, which was actually uh, last November, so November 2014, at the end of November, and I had an epiphany actually, which was really interesting because I'm always, you know, I'm always, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I pray and I say, okay, Lord, let's lead me in where I need to go and, you know, help me to, you know, just let me know what I need to let go of and what needs to be improved and all that type of thing. And so on my 40th birthday, I was driving home. And I don't know if I was praying at the time when I was driving home. I can't quite remember, but I just remember the Lord telling me that I needed to be more consistent. And that really resonated with me because I know as a leader, um, you know, and as a a business owner, consistency is extremely important. I mean, I've read how many books have I read? It's in there. But sometimes we don't have that, um, the light bulb doesn't go off. And and consistency was one of them that I knew for me was a big thing. That's one of my ways that I sabotage myself is I'm not consistent. And when you're not consistent, you don't see nothing, you don't see anything come to fruition because you just don't stick long enough. Right. So you just keep spinning your wheels. And so I thought, oh my gosh. And, and of course I had a whole other download from that as well, um, that I wrote down and I journaled, but that was a huge wake up call for me. Just that one little piece of being more consistent, because I can tell you since November 28th, um, because I've been more consistent in most of my endeavors and what I've been doing, um, I'm still working on the video piece though, because I love doing video, but, um, I got all these excuses around why I haven't done videos consistently. So I will say to everyone listening (laughs) that we still have these things, but this is where we have to be aware of where we need to keep moving forward. I just took one step. I'm doing my, I was doing my blogs inconsistently, but I was making now I'm making, and this is just since November, but I can tell you that if you just take that one piece, even a consistency, it changed everything. And so when you are more consistent and you can show how consistent you are being with the things that you need to do in your business or your life or your health or your finances, whatever it is, because how you do one thing is how you do everything, you are going to see changes transform amazing. But you got to be in the very beginning, you got to make sure that you're, you're doing this very robotically, if I can use that term, because what happens is it becomes, you're changing a habit. So it's becoming easier now. It's just automatic and predictable. And then you start seeing things change in your life as you put that time and effort in. So that was huge for me. 
I love that. You know, and a couple of things, not in any order yeah. of importance, but you turned 40 two days before I turned Oh, 40. very cool. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Very cool. And the other thing I want to say, I know everyone listening, everyone has their own faith and their own relationship with God, or they don't. But what I know to be true is normally the most powerful messages I get from God are the simple ones. Yeah. Like you said, like, you know, you got this message from God saying, be more consistent. And one I got recently was spend more time with me. Yes. Yes. Yep. And I knew in my gut, as soon as I received the message, I was like, that's true. I need to spend more time meditating, reflecting, that sort of thing. And how powerful was that one simple thing that you integrated into your life and the difference it's made for Mm -hmm. you and your business? And I'm sure in other areas of your life as well. Life-changing. Huge. Okay. Now, what I want everyone to get is there's no one way to lead. We all bring different strengths and abilities to the table. We all have our different styles. So Kristen, how would you describe your leadership style? Um, My leadership style is very, I've been told by many people that um, we do a lot of purpose work when I work with um, clients. And so one of my purposes is, I'm, it's it's actually the the name or the title is Divine Inspirational Leader. So very, and I use divine because again, coming from, um, you know, higher power type of thing. um, But inspirational would be a big one because many people have told me that compassionate would be another way. Um, also in a very compassionate way, a kick in the butt. So I'm, I'm there as working with people. I am there to stand in the fire with them. And when it's challenging for them and they want to give up, I'm the one that says, no way, Jose, are we giving up? Because this is, remember what you're committed to. Remember what it is that you want. Because when you're in the fire, sometimes it's like, okay, forget it. I don't want it that bad, but you really do. So, because when you come out of the fire, it's like, Oh, darn it. Why did I do that? So I'm, I'm there as that strong, compassionate, inspirational coach, mentor, um, speaker to really help love you into where you need to be. And Kristen, what is one thing you're working on right now that you're really excited about? I'm working with my private clients. I'm bringing the right private clients in that really need that boost. They want to take it to the next level. And I'm really working on keeping, making myself, keeping myself visible, the interviews, the webinars, educating, providing value. That's kind of the space I'm in right now is providing value. So I also, uh, which I should probably chat with you about this, Jody, is I'm also looking at starting my own Facebook um, group, but it's, for me, it's all about providing the value. How can I provide the value for people that are out there to move forward? And so I look at all the different ways that I can do that. So that's really my, um, the space that I'm in. And then I'm also, my next step is um, developing a 90-day boot camp program. So I'm all about mindset and getting unstuck, getting out of your own way. And so I'm I'm looking at creating a boot camp um, this year and maybe more, I might promote it more towards market it towards the end of the year or January. I'm not quite sure sure get, but that's really the next, the next, uh, progression forward. Awesome. Yeah. We can definitely chat and probably brainstorm some ideas together. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. really great. For sure. Okay. Now I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup. So tell us what is one practice that makes you a better leader? Doing the things that you love to do that make you happy and that, um, really lift your vibration up. 
And so I've actually um, gotten together with another colleague and friend of mine, and uh, she actually creates. She's a coach as well, but she creates. She's all about loving your vibe and, and that sort of thing. And and she's all. She also creates jewelry. She's all about creativity and getting into your creative side because that's when um, things flow. And so I actually um, this morning. It's a holiday here in Canada, and so this morning I went over to her place and I created a line of jewelry. And so jewelry for me, um, she's going to make it for me, but I actually, um, it, I loved it. It was fun. I, I was excited. And so that's the tip that I would give everyone is, uh, is really making sure you're looking after yourself and you're taking care of your well-being, your self-care. What can you do on a daily basis? And it can be different things that make you feel good, that light you up, that really bring you up here versus you know, down low, which is a lower vibration. So your well-being, your self-care is so important. If you want to give value to others, you can't fill someone else's bucket when your bucket is empty. So it can be so small. Maybe it's reading five minutes before you go to bed, um, taking that time up for yourself. It doesn't have to be elaborate, elaborate, but doing that for yourself and celebrating your successes and just celebrating what you've already created because it's always enough. And what is one book that you would recommend to a woman to help her develop her leadership? The Success Principles by Jack Can- Canfield. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. You can, there's one when I talk about five minutes a day, you take one chapter, it's short, you make sure you practice the action steps. Um, and um, Jeff Olson, the second one would be by Jeff Olson. Um, oh my goodness. The, the Slight Yeah, The Slight Edge, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that book. And I have a couple of clients who've been raving about that book as well and introducing it to their teams yes. so that they can all work together doing the slight edge principle. Yes. So that's a great one. Okay, Kristen, knowing what you know now, if given a chance to go back and do anything differently, what would you change? I would change because I've said this often and you can't live in the past and it is the way it is, but I would change. I look at even, um, some of the young women in my church being like 20, 21, 22 and, and just how, oh my gosh, they're so mature and so wise. I mean, I think of myself at that age. I, oh my gosh, like light there, your light years ahead. And just, I look at a lot of young women that I'm meeting now or mentoring and, um, you know, really being that inspiration for, and they're, they're in their early twenties, mid twenties, even late twenties. They, oh my gosh, they so have it together in the sense of following women who, you know, following their dreams and following, um, their desires and, really having that bigger vision that they can have anything and anything's possible. And so I, if I could change it and it could be different, I would, I would definitely, um, because if I had been doing 20 years ago, if I was doing what I'm doing now, have the mindset I was doing, I have now 20 years ago. Oh my gosh. I don't even, I, I can't even imagine where, what I would be doing now. So that's what I would change is, and I know I can't change it. So I want to do, I also want to say this as well. I don't harp on that. I don't, um, that would be great, but you have to work with what you, where you're at now and be grateful where you're at now and that you're not, I'm not in the same place now at 40 than what I was at 20. Mm-hmm. Right. No. And what I really like about this question is, and, and what I hope people are doing with the answer is how can I take what this person has learned yeah. and without having to have the lesson right? Without having to go through the school of hard knocks, unless it's required to really think about, you know, because I think if somebody had told me in high school, Mm -hmm. okay, your mindset 
is the biggest determination of how successful and happy you are in life. I, and really explain to me what that meant. My life would have been different. I don't dislike my life, yeah. but I, but the same thought occurs to me like, wow, I would have, yeah. got, you know, I would have, I, I would have given up the suffering Yes, a lot sooner. So you know, yeah, would I go back and change anything? I can't. So that's right. <laughs> I'm not going to. But if things could have been different, what would I what would I want to pass on to my nieces? Yeah, right. Who are, you know, not even in their teen years yet. But if I could say to them, you know, here's something like if you focus on this, we'll make a big difference. That's, that's the stuff I really want to hear about. Yes. All right, Kristen, share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. So I love by Albert Einstein, you can't change your problem with the same mind that created it. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes along with everything that we talked about here today is it does start with your mindset. And I know, I know that I know that I know that I know that, um, you know, and I, I did recently, I'll say this very quickly. Recently I did a summit. Um, it was 21 experts from, it was globally. And I did one last summer and I can tell you the reason why this one was uber successful was because of my mindset. So, um, really mindset is key. And if you can just get, uh, really just keep working on that, it never ends. Just keep working on it. Um, you, you'll be in a very different place. You just will. Your mindset on money, your mindset on health. You know, when think about money, do you think that money is hard to make? You know, look at that context of how you view money and then begin to shift that. And over time, and as you stay with that, you will shift that and you will think differently on, um, on what you, how you see money and how you see health and, and that sort of thing. And lastly, Kristen, what is the best way for our listeners to connect with you? Yes, www.kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, Owens, O-W-E-N-S, and the word coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G.com. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they can, um, and actually when they, when you go there and you put your name and your email in, you will also, you will be sent, uh, uh, ebook that I wrote on seven keys to getting out of your way and stepping into your power so you can live an unstoppable life. Love it. And you can find all the links and resources shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com, or you can use the short link, which is womentl.com. Kristen, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Were you inspired to take some action today, but maybe don't know where to start? Or maybe you have so many great ideas, you can't decide where to focus your attention. Don't let stress or overwhelm stop you from having the career, the business, or the life you want to live. Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching, or use the short link womentl.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. 
there is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.